tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Three, two, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I might be gone right now. Rocket, Brandon Calhoun. Hey, Brandon. I actually really love this song. And the other stuff I've heard of his. Dig it. So next week you should be singing the lyrics. Yeah, I'll, I'll be leading us in with the intro song. Not. Hey, After Buzzers, and welcome to another Battle Creek After Show. Tonight we're talking Season 1, Episode 8, Old Wounds. Before Gary and I dive into the show, I want to make sure you guys are all subscribed to us on YouTube youtube.com slash afterbuzztv. You can also find all of our after shows on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. And of course, throughout the week, be sure you guys are tweeting to us and commenting on the YouTube videos. We want to know what you guys think of the show. And and yeah, we love talking about it, obviously. So <laughs> we want to talk to you about it more. I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me all over the internet and Twitter specifically at Lauren Salon, which is probably right there. And I'm joined tonight, as usual, by Gary Thomas. And Gary, how's it going? Great. One thing I want to say that we a lot of us don't say is the app. Download oh, the app. Thank like, you. The app yes. I learned was like the the way easier way to hear every show and just kind of do whatever. So much easier than YouTube and all that jazz. But like and subscribe YouTube and SoundCloud. Yeah, and, and get but the, the get the app. app. It's free. Totally. Download the app because you know you love us. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I am Gary Thomas on, on it's Twitter. It's Gary Twitter and I am and Gary everywhere. Thomas. I kind of, all that jazz. <laughs> all that. So tonight's episode, I, I just want to kind of, you know, give myself a little shout out for calling that we would see Gusewitz's son back soon. Well, he soon was as, the focus of this episode. I thought we were going to see him maybe last week. But yeah. But as soon as I, we back. walked in to watch it, I'm like, he's back. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's going to be a good one. Because as Gary and I talked about previously, my favorite episode was the episode that he, he was, in, was yeah. in. And his name um, is Rotimi, which is, yeah, just one he goes by one name and it's Rotimi music on um Instagram. Okay, Rotimi he's a musician as yes, well. A, Look at this. He really has a actually guy. he's like a singer, songwriter, rapper, I believe, and he has a really nice voice actually. Cool. He's well, working on a different project too with some, you know, heavy hitters too and he's gonna have power. So he's actually like doing his thing doing he's a getting lot. really big. Yeah. yeah. And I mean as we've seen on Battle Creek, he's a solid actor and it's oh, been this? fun to Fun episode. to watch. I mean, the first one with him in it was my favorite, and this one may have topped that. I this think. was definitely topped it. it. He showed so many different sides of himself in this episode. You saw, like, just so much emotion. He's really, actually, really talented. Yeah. A really talented actor. Yeah, I liked having him back. Hopefully they make him more of a regularly recurring special guest. <laughs> I'd love that. Um, we also had a couple other special guests, I guess, that are I was kind like of bigger calling names. them out left and right. Yeah, because- Glenn Plummer. Um, he was the man who was wrongly convicted and put in prison for killing Danny's parents. Um, and then the other, Bokeem Woodbine, was Danny's played Danny's biological father in the show. So yeah, we had some a Heavy- handful of. 
bigger actors. What I'm a, I love '90s movies, and mm-hmm. these these guys are specific to some of my favorite '90s movies. Oh, yeah. Like Jason's lyric is one of my favorite movies, and he played um, the, the brother who I who had, you know, seen that movie. Oh, I'll lend it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so to see them bring out. These actors, you know, from the 90s, it yeah. was just amazing. Like, they well, brought out some people for this whole season. Yeah. Yeah. And every every week, we've got a bigger name guest on. Yeah. Who usually ends up being the, killer. the bad guy or very, <laughs> you know, close to the killer in some way. So that's kind of how we've been able to guess who who done it. But this week, we had a handful of them, which was fun. Um, it's funny because Glenn Plummer... I got into a little horror movie kick like last week or something. And so I watched like three of the Saw movies in which a row. Which is crazy, but... <laughs> which they're not like that good. The first one was pretty good. But yeah, he's in the second one. And I was like, oh, I just watched him he's get amazing. his like head chopped off. He's amazing. Just, he's underrated. Yeah. But he's oh, really yeah. talented. He's very good. So let's dive into the episode. On On the whole, this was definitely one of the serious episodes obviously i mean did this like move up in our list of favorites because i know we oh, have a yeah. different list kind of slightly different list but this one might be my <sighs> favorite now i think this one's my favorite i think this one's my favorite and then the one where um rotimi guest starred previously i he's that's Danny's not my, my okay i know i'll you, give you that one that's three that for one. me that's that's not my right, third one <laughs> right we differ for that one so but we both have in common that we really like when they go to that more yes. serious place because we get to know the characters a lot better and get to know more of their motivations and kind of their backstories and stuff. And it paints a fuller picture and it's less, you know, it's less superficial that way and not just jokes and jabs and silliness, you know. I think that as talented as the creators are, you know, we have people from Breaking Bad, you know, they have the opportunity to use their talents to spotlight the talent of these actors. Totally. You know, so they're doing a great job of, you know, bringing out so much more emotion, just so many great people just mm-hmm. like showing off on screen basically they're showing off on tv how good they are right yeah and i think and i mentioned this before we went on but i think with having some of these episodes that are so comedic and then these like tonight that are much more serious you know it it almost feels like they're still the showrunners or the writers mm-hmm. or something are still trying to figure out kind of what the right tone balance is for the show because it does sometimes feel a little disjointed where you know, you get into this like more emotional yeah. place and serious place like this week. And then next week might just be a lot more almost slapstick silly, you know, with how do you feel about it, seriously. though? Like, do you even like the slapstick silly? Like, I don't Too think I jokes. like the comedic no, like, part of the show. I like the serious and kind of deeper episodes with the comedy sprinkled in. I think they're good with the jokes that they have and and when they're kind of peppered throughout, but not when every scene there's something ridiculous happening and some sort of Mm -hmm. joke because i like when they do like the serious crimes and stuff and even tonight you know normally there you don't see any gore or any blood really but in the flashbacks with um danny's parents you know we see the blood on the floor and stuff and it so it's even with that visually you know the content is so much more serious too I'm just not sure if I'm sold on the comedic part of the show yet. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just, just maybe my taste of right. TV. No, but... I, I agree. I want them to keep it rooted in the kind of crime drama area and then have the comedy as, 
you know, a layer on top of that, not not be so much rooted in comedy or fifth or split down the middle. Just got to find a system for it, because I just felt like I was so into this. And it was just like he had me on the edge of my seat. Oh. And it's like, oh, comedy. yeah. At oh. the end of it, I was like tearing up when Goose yeah. and, and Danny are having that moment together. I'm like, oh, my gosh. The closet. Yeah. Well, he did the kind of the dream analysis type thing or the memory analysis type thing. Like, right. It was right. really good. And just coming to comedy just throws me off a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, sometimes it takes you, you out, out of the that show. serious yeah. moment. And I think when we have a full episode like that, you don't get fully into that moment because mm-hmm. it it stays at this level that doesn't dig deep. Where even I think with great comedies, you still get that, those, you know, yeah. deep parts where you get to know those characters more. Um, yeah, so let's let's run through the episode a little more specifically. So the whole premise of tonight's episode is Danny is back in the picture obviously and he thinks that the man who went away for killing his parents was wrongly convicted and he brings this to milt because he thinks that milt is going to be the main person who won't spill the beans to his mom you Which know because he, he doesn't want didn't. his mom to yeah he doesn't want his mom to know and so milt you know goes to councilman pritchett to ask for help about this to ask him to revisit <clears throat> the case you know thinks maybe a mistake was made I did like that we got to see Goose in action, like in a flashback, you know, when she's an officer and not the commander and really working a desk job, but she's like in action going on the beat. Yeah. On the (laughs) beat, solving crimes. Um, and that's when she first meets Danny and oh my goodness, the little baby that played baby Danny. (laughs) Every time he came on screen, I'm like, that kid is the cutest kid ever. And, yeah, so we see Goose in action back in the day, um, but we do have some Russ and Milt comedy throughout. Russ, obviously, you know, as as predicted, thinks that Milt has ulterior motives for helping Danny out, which doesn't doesn't, doesn't end up being the case at all. Yeah, um, and we don't end up. I don't think Milt really or Russ really this week was kind of trying to dig into Milt. Aside from him thinking Milt had you know other reasons for helping danny you know he wasn't like oh who are you why would you know well at the end of the day i think that you know one russ is invested into danny he mm-hmm. has an emotional attachment to yep. danny because he's been so close to goose Witch, you know for so long he he's watched danny grow up basically yeah. so he has an attachment to him and he, he genuinely genuinely wants to help him and especially you know the scene where he sees him you know using the drugs and he brings the pictures you can see that he's attached to them Mm -hmm. but also he has an ulterior motive he just wants to prove Pritchett wrong yeah he just wants to bring Pritchett down in any way possible so there you have it he's gonna be invested in it and not really focus on milk yep exactly yeah which ended up being kind of the case you know he and he and Pritchett went head to head in at the station uh, with everyone right there. Everybody I mean, was just it was, like... It was a funny story, <laughs> them talking about this turtle on the golf course or whatever that Russ pulled his gun on. But then, like, things got a little heated and people are like, all right, I'm going to Russ leave. wanted to go for the low blow. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, at the very end, you know, um, Councilman Pritchett is doing a press conference and stuff and wants to thank everyone personally from the department. Mm-hmm. And, obvi- you know, you see it coming from a mile away. Like, he's not going to thank Russ, of course, because that that's just... how he's going to jab him, which seemed like such a a stupid thing to do. It was so petty. It's too you know? petty. It's like not even being political. Like, Yeah, and he's, he's in, as a councilman, you know, like a voted in position. Like, don't be such a child. Yeah, that is just, the Jeez. whole thing was just awkward. They're, they're stupid little fight. Who cares about that? Right, exactly. But then, of course, Russ, 
you know, ends up pulling his portrait off the wall and <laughs> smashing <laughs> it. He's like, he was and right. I am it. a hothead. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about Holly a little. This was an episode, a fun episode with regard to Holly, I think. Um, so we know previously she is dating that guy who owns coffee the coffee shop. Coffee shop guy. No yeah. one cares about him. <laughs> no Stupid one cares coffee, about him with the mysterious bouquet of flowers. And he asked her to go on a cruise. And so she asks E, Aaron, to look into him. You know, make sure he's not like some... They've been on like four dates. Like, who are you to be asking her on a cruise? Like... Right? On your Starbucks check. Like... I think he owns... I think somebody on our... On YouTube commented and said that he owns the... Well, la di da YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think... So if we miss that, that makes a lot more sense why he's buying like, you know, $100 bouquets of roses and asking her to go on a cruise and stuff like that, but... But they've only, like, it just happened too fast, Holly. Wait a minute. I mean, we don't really know how much time passes in. I'm saying it's happening too fast because I'm trying to hold off for Russ, okay? I know. I know. I mean, me too. I want her to be with Russ more. But, and I think, as we saw in, like, scenes from next week, it might happen. That is getting closer and closer. You know, Milt is literally pushing Russ into Holly's direction. So. So, yeah, so Aaron and Funk end up looking into Holly's boyfriend and they find nothing. But apparently, I forget what they said his last name was, but Holly's last name is Dale. And I think the boyfriend's last name starts with a D. So it would yeah, be, it you know, similar. in order of records, you know, it'd be very, very close on the list. And so they're looking at GB records and find that Holly has a juvie record that's sealed. So they're like, wait a second. Our sweet little Holly has a record? Like, what could she mm-hmm. possibly have done? And then they end up going and questioning some of her... Classmates. Like, yeah. Oh, classmates. classmates. Friend from school and stuff. And we find out that she, like a friend of hers and some guy had some sort of falling out or something. And Holly goes nuts on him and beats him up with a baseball bat. Yeah. And she got the nickname Holly Go Darkly. Like, Holly? Like, sweet office manager Holly? She's loyal to her friends and the people she cares about, so I can totally see her. And she's a little, she can be a little fiery. A beat down to that extent? She's in high school. Whoa. I mean, we've all done that, right? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm joking. I've never done that. Yeah, <laughs> we all done that. We've all beaten someone with a baseball bat at some point in the, or another when we get pissed, right? I just want to. I just want to say that, and when I said this to you, and and we were watching that when they asked Milt her birthday. I mean, not Milt, but asked oh, Russ yeah. her birthday. How quickly he was able yep. to say it. He's like May fifteenth. Like, yeah. it, didn't even think twice about it. It's almost her birthday. Not like, um... Yeah, no, he knows. Straight I like up. that, too, because it's just more confirmation about the crush, which we don't really exactly. need more confirmation about that, but... They is, did that. I think the writers did that on purpose. Moments. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so we find out she, you know, beat up this guy with a baseball bat, and then when she's double-checking with them, so is it cool if I go on this date with him? <laughs> like, you good. Yeah, one hundred percent. You're good. You're good. I wanted them to do a joke about her. Like maybe that'll come up later. That was the joke right there. No, I know that was a joke, but I wanted. I want a joke where Holly realizes, you know, like I want them to slip in, like, oh yeah, you're good, Holly. Go darkly. Well, see, I think that when they use Aaron. 
they those uh, that kind of joke is like her character right there. Right. They always use that form with everybody. She's like, always snooping and checking out people. Yeah, and then the she kind of like just people. slides in her two cents about something and that's the joke with her. She'll mm-hmm. never say it outright. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. Maybe we'll see. But then at the same time, if they do fess up and are like, we looked into you actually and then went and questioned your old friends from high school. Holly might go darkly be, again. <laughs> yeah, a little pissed at them and be like, what are you doing yeah, looking like into snooping. my past? That's like, that is yeah, quite so a bit that's of a little, you know, not cool to do to your coworkers, especially <laughs> when they're like such close family kind exactly. of as they are. So more about the case. Um, I really love the moments with Goose and her son. I think that's so tender. And, you know, that story is so heartbreaking. Like, his parents were, you know, drug addicts, his mom a prostitute, like, all this drama. And he so watched them get killed. And and then Goosewitz, you know, so that in itself is just such a heartbreaking story. But then Goosewitz kind of comes into the picture and adopts him, which, and I, I love that. And I love their dynamic. And I was so happy to see at the end them you know, kind of resolving all the drama that's been going on. They have pretty them. good chemistry on, mm-hmm. on in the show. Um, they act well together. So yeah. it was, it's believable. Totally. Totally. So they, you know, question the people at the hotel and this guy named Eli becomes kind of a suspect. You know, he was a teenager who was semi kind of shady back then. And he was a thief. they, yeah, they go and talk to him now. And he's like, you know, has his own big office and fancy suit and some, business i i honestly thought that he was going to end up being more of a suspect after that conversation because it seemed so rehearsed yeah it was like oh yeah she's actually the reason why i just got, got yeah. it together I, and you heard i was like shut up with this stupid story <laughs> like no one believes this crap yeah and i didn't right we who, both didn't yeah, yeah her her having to solve her body for her see family and made me get my life together yeah it just seemed <laughs> way point too no one, you lie <laughs> it just seemed way too rehearsed like i yeah. said you know it was too too planned out that exact speech but at the same time you know he's like in some position of power in his company so you know maybe he's told people that story before of time how, and time how he again turned his life around and motivational speaker speech right yeah, there exactly all that so we end up learning from him that the motel owner and rosalie who is um danny's biological mother had an affair so basically this guy spilled all the tea he spilled all the tea and during this whole conversation with his little contrived speech he told yeah, all the business these little nuggets all of, it. of prostitute right. motel guy all this stuff so they go back and question the motel owner, find out they had an affair, that sort of thing. But he's pretty believable that, you know, he's like, I loved her. I wouldn't want to kill her, you know. And then they end up bringing Danny back to the crime scene to do this type of hypnosis. So to, like, kind of help him remember what went on so he can, like, re-experience, relive that day yeah. and kind of help you know bring any new evidence to light and that like you were saying that that part was very powerful very good acting like, on his part i think that eyes was great. were red like everything was so intense yeah was part, really of, the, good. part of me wonders because we know danny has a drug problem and he's had it for a while now and he is i mean we see him like using, do using well, in this episode remnant, or we saw the remnants doing, yeah. later but you know we can kind of assume that he's possibly been doing that so i wonder like how reliable 
he is as a witness, I guess. Though he wasn't, well, it wasn't like his words yeah. ended up convicting anybody. He helped point people in certain directions. But they're, well, they're using this method to pull the memory from the back of his head, just to right, try to, to clear get it another up. Tip and yeah. So point what them in another direction. He's just explaining, you know, what he can recount, and they're just trying to use it to shape. But that's why he's asking him, like, you know, what was the, the sound of the voice that you mm-hmm, heard? Like, how did mm-hmm. they sound? Because obviously he really couldn't see anything but you know yeah and actually his story you know kind of cleared some other things up you know yeah it, it because they there was never really a point in time before him where they said both the who he thought was his dad and his mom were there together and somebody else on the other side of their door mm-hmm. like it was starting to clear up to me like you know what was going on oh, okay so this yeah. person you know and he and, says like there's a struggle yeah his mother scratched this person and so they exhume the body, dig up his mom's body to check for DNA under her fingernails. And as we're watching that, I totally thought, okay, for one, if that body's been buried, so he was like four, three when this happened. 17 years. Wait, he was had, wait a minute. Now this doesn't add up. They said this happened 17 years ago, but he's like supposed to be like 19 or 20 or something like that, right? Well, if he's 20, it makes sense. He was like three years old. That kid didn't... Well, the kid they chose to act as him didn't look... (laughs) He could have been three, I think. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But... What was I saying? Yeah. So, if that body's been buried for 17 years... It doesn't have fingernails anymore. It's, the it's FBI. like FBI. You saw dust. the crazy stuff they had. It's like dust and bones in there. FBI. There's not really body going on. So I felt like that, you well, know, wait. maybe wasn't completely accurate with how when it they would work. when she got the body though. It was like still in the same clothes she was killed in. Like where was this body like right. buried? Like they didn't clean her up or anything. Yeah, I don't uh, think they really had like a savings for their like a fancy casket or anything. Like I mean, that. <laughs> this, I mean, I felt like the city city would have paid. You know, right. at least cleaned her up. I don't know. I don't know. It, it looked kind of like she had the same clothes on when she got killed. Yeah. That's sad. It I is sad. Know. I don't know. I don't know what happens when you die as when you're murdered and you don't have any money to cover that sort of thing. Who I, knows? Interesting. I, I figured maybe the city would do something or they cremate you or something like yeah, that. Yeah. That's pro- they probably cremate you instead of put you, like, do a whole, like, burial plot But this body. is TV. This is TV. <laughs> I know. But now I'm so curious. I'm going to, like, Google this later. Like, what happens to random strangers who die and need to be buried or cremated? That's so sad. Anyway. Okay. So they look at the DNA under her fingernails, and we find out that it is not anyone that they have been looking at mm-hmm. previously, but the DNA is a partial match to Danny. Which means that it's his biological father, but that's not a match to the man Danny thought was his dad, was his biological father, and who died with his mom. So much juice in this one. I know so many everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up finding this guy, um, played by Bokeem Woodmine, who is Danny's biological father, also a druggie, and bring him in for questioning. And I thought it was a little weird that he and Danny had that kind of face-to-face meeting there. Danny wanted that. Yeah. I mean, and I guess with Gusowitz being the commander, she can kind of, like, change protocol and do stuff like that. But it was a little... I feel like he's like his poor Danny is like going through so much. I thought I thought for sure he was going to jump across the table and attack him. At I some mean, point. like like Russ said, or Milk may have said this. He just needs closure. Yeah, he needs you know he needs to finally let all of this go in order to move on with his life. Mm-hmm. And you know with the struggles that he's having, you know with the drugs and everything, 
his curiosity and his anger from this whole situation is just making things worse for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I think we see kind of at the end that resolving all this did help to bring him to that next step of mm-hmm. like wanting to get clean or get help at least with that. Um, so yeah, we, we've got this meeting with Danny and his biological father and, you know, the guy kind of says like, well, what were you expecting us to like bond or something? Like I slept yeah, with your mom j- one too many times. Pretty jerk, much. Like yeah. He, but the thing is, it's like, you know, that kind of was like a force just trying to make Danny not like him mm-hmm. because he came back to try to get his son. You know, mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. He really wanted to scare off this other guy. Yeah. You know, so you carried at that point. It's just now you, right. you're about to face time and you like, you know, you don't want Danny to be attached to you. So I felt like this, that was the force. That was a way to get Danny, mm-hmm. you know, get over him. It did seem to me that it was really easy for that confession to happen. I guess they caught him because they had the DNA under his fingernails, but he didn't bother trying to make up a story or get out of it in any way. He was just like, yep, I mean, I came there and I, didn't, I wasn't planning on killing him, but I did. Yeah, it's like, maybe because, you know, like like Russ said to Patel, or the the motel owner, that Mm -hmm. that voice, you know that you did this, and somebody's in jail for you, you know, you think about this probably every day of your life, so he probably, when he finally got called, it was just like, this is it. Well, yeah, throwing my cards, I'm I'm done, sort of thing. I mean, it's not like he has some fabulous life he's going back to, like a crack house, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then... Goose kind of says, you know, he's trying to find out that his parents weren't, that Danny's parents weren't drug addicts. He, you know, he was hoping to get some sort of affirmation and that, like, the story that he knew wasn't the right story and there was maybe more to it and his parents were good people and kind of this conflict. And later we end up learning a bit about Gusewitz's past, which I really liked that moment. And, you know, that she had tons of family issues, you know, mm-hmm. that her dad was an alcoholic who beat his mom and um that her mom was a pill popper all this stuff and she kind of tells him that to say and look you know look where i am you know you can have crappy parents that aren't aren't good people and choose to live your life however you want you know completely opposite of that and like make an awesome life for you to kind of encourage him to not look at how his parents were drug addicts and 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 even not look at the fact that he fell into drugs too. right yeah and that because goose even tells him you know i was i ended up being an alcoholic for right. a long time and then you came into my life and that all changed because i had you and i didn't want that life anymore and i didn't want you to be part of that mm-hmm. life anymore and i loved her saying you know she said something what did she say she said you saved me and i'd really like to return the favor you know and puts right. out her hand he grabs it that's when i was like oh my gosh i might cry right now Kleenex, please oh i loved it i loved it i just I, yeah i think this episode was so solid and that storyline was, was great they definitely did did an amazing job with this way he's absolutely amazing like you know Danny yeah. was absolutely amazing in this episode so I really like this one I like the series ones I need, I need yeah. more of this and hopefully this is the part of the test run of finding the balance between comedy and drama yeah so why don't we why don't we jump into some predictions I think we hit everything with oh, wait. everything now, with what happened in the episode <laughs> alright okay so we have Five episodes left, I believe, which is a solid chunk of TV still for the show. More. Thirteen total, I believe. I 
I guess it's hard to have predictions with this show because it tends to kind of start afresh each episode. Not completely, but a bit. So what we saw from our little sneak peek at next week confirms something I'd been feeling for a while, that Milt is going to push Russ into... Finally, like you know, going on a date with. Were Holly you feeling literally, literally, yeah, literally, or figuratively? Because <laughs> you see him push him yeah, out of the literally <laughs> out of the elevator and right like there where Holly is. So, like I've been saying, I think Milt is going to be very instrumental. Inter- instrumental in them going on their date and and making that finally making that real connection, not just like that <clears throat> tension, that love tension going on, and. What else? I I do I think we're going to see Danny again, bef- not like anytime super soon, but before the back. end of the season. I think he'll be back once or twice, maybe. I'd love to see him like clean, clean and like and good. getting yeah. back on track with his life and in good terms with Gusewitz. Yeah, and Shailene. We didn't, I was gonna, we totally going to say that. Like, if Shailene, Shailene does not come already, I'm dying to meet Shailene now. Gosh, who do we think? I wish we need to like. Next week, we should come prepared with some people who we'd really like yes. to, for Shailene to be. Oh, I have some people I can probably pick up, so I'm going to okay. have a good list. Cool. <laughs> we should, we'll, we'll do that, all y'all out there. If we're going to come up with our Shailene guesses, and you should too. Yes, everybody should like tweet or, you know, who comment. Who should Shailene be? What actress should Shailene be yeah. played by? That'd be yeah. great. Do you, do you have any predictions or hopes? Um, I am. Uh, my prediction is he's going to choke. Russ is going to choke. He's not. I mean, Milt is going to be, you know, going to push him. But I, I don't think they're actually going to go really? on a date. I think that'd be too easy. Well, she runs up and she says yes or something. Yeah, that's just this. You don't the, know what she's saying yes yeah, to. She, she could be saying yes. You like, called my yes name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think he's going to choke and it's not going to happen. Okay. Ooh, what about Milt and his past and why he is there? Do you think, think we'll find out? Yeah. Um, this before the I end? I think they're going to, I think by episode 13, they're going to give us really, a really, really good clue mm. that's going to make us want to watch season two. Yeah. Maybe it just ends with that sort of cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know, so, ooh, like somebody from his past comes into the picture yeah. and they're like, oh, I blah, 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 blah. It's going to be some like, amazing <gasps> actor. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of leaves us with a cliffhanger like that. That'd be yes. a good way to do it. Yeah. So I guess really. We're going to finally get to see Holly and Russ, I think, kind of have that, have that crush be out in the open and kind of them face it. Face the music, Holly, Russ. Let's do this. Do finally. It. Go on a date. <laughs> and Milt will be helpful with that. And, and yeah, I think we'll see Danny again, but not, not next week, at least. So No. Not next week, but soon. Hopefully by the end of the season. Yeah. All right, I think I think that wraps us up for episode eight, Old Wounds of Battle Creek. Amazing episode. Amazing episode. Guys out there, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you tune in, you subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the app as Download well. The free Download app. it. I'm Lauren Salon. You can find me all over the internet at Lauren Salon and Gary Thomas. I am find you. Gary Thomas. Awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks for watching. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.